1: Once upon a time, in a far, far away land of Michigan, there was the Daiso family. And Aaron, he was on the radio, but then there was a girl named Tanega. she's a local girl, and she was told by lots of people, you should be on the radio, Renee, and so she infiltrated. So then, Aaron and they, they were like, hey, we should shoe a doe. Well, actually, Aaron said, let's shoe a doe. And Nate was like, what does that mean? Does that mean something about putting shoes on some sort of deer or something? And he was like, no, it's a spoon-wism. And they was like, what's a spoon-wism? And he was like, I'll show you. And so, shoe a doe means do the show. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> Right now, I would be jumping over obstacles. I imagine that being in your brain would be kind of like um, it would kind of be like a treasure hunt, slash, what's the guy that's the treasure hunter and he has the hat and the whip? That guy,
0: Indiana Jones.
1: Yes, it would be like Indiana Jones Adventure.
0: He's not really a treasure hunter,
1: he sometimes is.
0: Not really, he's an archaeologist.
1: He totally hunts treasure. But, but no, that's not like a,
0: really. He hunts relics.
1: It is well, not treasure. Relics,
0: relics are his treasure. All right, hold on. We need to get Jeremy in on this conversation. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> what if he likes relics?
0: But it's not solely. It's not solely about treasure.
1: But tr- relics are his treasure.
0: But in hey it, there, hey Jeremy, how's it going, man? Um, you need to settle a score for us. We're in the midst of deep conversation. It's
1: not a okay. score. Relics are his treasure. Uh,
0: my friend Danae, who you're just meeting for the first time, What's said up, that said that nice in, it said that Indiana Jones is a treasure hunter, and I said no, he's an archaeologist.
2: Yeah, he's not a treasure hunter. Um, but there's some of that in there. Like, <laughs> that's the reason you're arguing is because you're both a little right, but he's way more archaeologist. Than treasure hunter, I just don't think that guy does what he does in those movies. If there's not some portion of him that likes the adventure of hunting the treasure, yeah, the archaeology is how he gets into it, though. And at the so end of it, he's not doing any of it for money.
1: Archaeology is his gateway drug.
2: Exactly, the first one's free. Mm-hmm.
0: So basically, this is my friend uh, Jeremy Scott, who is obviously a diplomat.
1: What's up, Jeremy <laughs> Scott, <laughs> diplomat man? <laughs>
0: Uh went to college with Jeremy and talked a lot of movies back in the day and still occasionally get the chance to, to hang out and talk movies and TV and pop culture. And so we're going to talk about The Avengers, and I thought you would be a wonderful person to be able to have on, and I would love to hear kind of your thoughts on the movie. Now, Danae has been itching all day because I told literally. her we couldn't talk about it until right. we were recording. She's, okay. she's been itching all day to tell me what she thought of The Avengers, so we're going to let her go first, Okay.
2: And I'm assuming you're just going to hit record and then you're going to edit all the crap out later, right?
1: No, he never edits the crap out. In fact, <laughs> what he does is he records everything and then the things that you think that he's going to take away, he keeps in and highlights. It's amazing. <laughs>
2: that That's fine with me. I just like knowing that ahead of time, so I'm glad I asked.
1: Yeah, you're already recording. Oh, yeah. You're in yeah, the thick of it.
0: Yeah, we were recording since before the Indiana Jones conversation. You you excellent, came in. Excellent.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, I will do my best to embarrass myself.
1: <laughs> so what I thought of the movie?
0: Yes, please. You start us yeah, off to me. Hear- ah!
1: No way. Yes, it is so good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I think you liked it. (laughs) So, what specifically did you like about it?
1: I was in a very vocal group of people watching this movie. Okay. And I loved that I laughed out loud. That is very rare for me in a movie Mm -hmm. where I actually just like from the gut give it a good guffaw. It was good.
0: So, so the humor really. I love that
1: they had humor. Well, I thought the most. Interesting part was that each there's so many main characters, but they each played a main role. They each kind of had their spotlight moment, and none of it felt like it was out of context or that it was all overlapping or that it went too fast. So there was a lot. I liked everything about this movie, which is very different.
0: <laughs> what do you think, Jeremy?
2: Well, I I'm tainted. You know, I you know I spent many years in the movie theater to watch movies like a normal person anymore so you know my own worst enemy every time I go in but surprisingly I probably the most fun I've had in years in the theater I was really able to let go and just have a big smile on my face the whole time I really liked it I loved it as well
0: I think that's you know when I went into it I was I had heard so much of just kind of the the over exuberance from people who had seen it, and I just thought it cannot be that good, you know. Mm, like yeah. I'm excited for it. I, you know, when I have expectations for a movie, that can affect how I feel about it. I just thought there's no way it can exceed my expectations that much, and it really kind of did. It was yeah. good. It, it really was. And and I I think of the level of difficulty that Joss Whedon had, who we haven't even talked about, you know, him yet, and his fingerprints all over this thing, but. Uh, the level of difficulty he had in pulling these worlds together and servicing all of the characters right. in in a way that that felt right and felt real and uh, the relationships in this thing are incredible
1: and also if someone was watching avengers and hadn't watched any of the previous films that give more of a you know lead role to you know hulk or iron man or whoever they each still have a like a you could watch it completely blank. You could watch it having never seen anything before. And I think it was great. You I was
2: thinking about... I'm sorry to interrupt you. You um, could interrupt all you I was you thinking want. about that. He's the perfect guy for this. Like, he doesn't have anywhere near the pedigree to get this movie. And I've been racking my brain since he landed the gig as to how he... He sort of outkicked his coverage there, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the ensemble. That's got to be it. Every single thing he's ever touched, from, from Buffy to, you know, uh, Firefly, it's all ensemble driven and he has a knack historically for giving every character you know that shining moment giving everyone their due uh in a way that i guess this movie demanded i didn't realize it until i saw it but he was the perfect guy to kind of balance all that
0: he also gets strong women characters as well you know Mm. you think of a lot of the stuff he's done like with firefly and different things and uh the the stuff he gave uh scarlett johansson with uh, I totally just blanked on the character's name. It's Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yes, is that right? The stuff with Black Widow right at the beginning, right up front. I'm just going, yeah, that's that's Joss. You know, like that's that's like mm-hmm. his fingerprints the whole on that cell phone scene.
1: scene. And and so I was good. so
0: impressed with her and Renner uh, doing the whole you know Hawkeye thing because they didn't have their own no. origin movie, and yet they felt like just as crucial a part of what was going on. Yeah, which yeah, was pretty I agree. incredible.
2: I was just going to say, I think Whedon's other major touch was the humor that we've talked about already. I think he, he, I mean, he wrote the script and those jokes just feel like him to me. I'm a big fan of his stuff and I I realize everybody isn't, but I think that was his signature on the film as well. The, The ensemble balancing and then just that sense of humor. Uh, everybody gets great lines. Everybody.
0: I want to talk about the relationships a little bit because there are so many of them. And I already mentioned how impossible the task was to really understand how all these people relate to each other. And yet somehow by the end of the movie, we get every single relationship in the movie. What was your favorite pairing or your favorite, you know, it could be a pairing of a fight. It could be a pairing of, you know, a conversation. Who, who did you think really, you know, the chemistry really flew?
1: Hulk and Iron Man for sure. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tell me why.
1: Um, I think it was great to see Hulk kind of take a more uh, person, like he had a different personality in this one. He was kind of more mysterious. Um I don't know the actor's name, but he I Mark really Ruffalo? enjoy him. Yeah. Yeah. Most movies I've ever seen him and I really like his like his personality quite a bit. Um, but you've got this kind of these two crazy incredible science minds and, you know, they get to come together and connect in a way that I don't think either character can normally connect with other people in the world. So you've got that going for him and you've got Iron Man kinda like probing him the whole time, like, all right, buddy. your turn coming up real quick and then he always believed that the hulk would show up and of course he does gives you a one-two punch to mr scary worm creature (laughs) it was awesome by
0: the way danae Danae doesn't fear spoilers at all she'll just oh (laughs) right
1: (laughs) oh please rewind podcast and listen from this point forward hulk and iron man they were great
0: (laughs) what about you
2: jeremy I was, you know, she's completely stole my thunder. I think that's the best relationship in the movie, uh, watching Iron Man's, you know, sort of pedal to the metal personality, try and push Banner a little bit. But at the same time, there was a connection there over their intellect that neither one of them got from any of the other members. Um, but since she took that one, I will say I also enjoyed sort of the macho back and forth, at least that one little moment with Captain America and, and Iron Man where, Captain America keeps yelling, put on the suit, put on the suit, because he wants to beat him up. And then uh, something happens and he says it again with a little different meaning. I really (laughs) like that moment. Um, And their kind of interplay there and how they just dropped that fight to go deal with whatever was going on.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, since she stole yours, you ended up stealing mine. I love the Captain America Iron Man stuff. And I love it more even for that uh, moment. I love it more for kind of the juxtaposition of their worldview. Uh, Mm. You know, Captain America is this, you know, stars and stripes, honor and integrity. And, and, you know, here's Tony Stark, who's this playboy and, you know, get it done at all costs and, you know, just doesn't take anything seriously. And to see them kind of come against each other and come to a point at where they come to an understanding of who each other are. And there's, there's even just this very small, there's so many subtle and small moments in this movie. They're so beautiful, but there's this subtle moment when they're getting ready to go into battle and Iron Man says, you know, take it cap or something like that, because mm-hmm. he knows what their roles are now, you know, and he knows yeah. that captains, he's the the strategist and the, the leader and the, you know, the one who stands out front and, and leads the charge. And that's, I just think that's so incredible, and and, uh, so I really love that relationship. So now I feel like I have to figure out another one since we're kind of stealing each other's. But um, I actually have to say, uh, other than that, I really, really appreciated uh, the relationship between—and this is going to sound weird—but the relationship between Iron Man and Pepper Potts. I thought they nailed that so perfectly.
2: It's such a quick little moment too But they got it they got it right It's funny because when she was stealing mine I was thinking about that as my answer Because I thought <laughs> that moment was really It really rang true in a way that Like the Pepper-Iron Man dynamic in the, in the first two standalone Iron movies Never got to that point that it does In this brief little moment yeah. of the Avengers Anybody other
0: than our main Avengers Which I would include Hawkeye and Black Widow Is there any other character in the movie That, that stood out to you? Jeremy, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Uh,
2: I think the guy that played Loki is uh, Tom Hiddleston, I think. And and he wasn't given hardly anything to do in this movie. And if I had one major complaint, it's it's that I didn't think the threat was as fleshed out as the heroes. Um, but he nails every single look, reaction, uh, glare. I He is so energetic, I think, as an actor. Um, he really brought... Uh, a lot of weight to to scenes that I think another actor would have made feel boring. Um so he, I really liked him.
0: He he is great, and he manages to both convey menace and also being the little brother. You know, being mm. the you know he he's both menacing and insecure a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. it's really interesting and in smarmy. You know, he gets all of those and and he's finds so a way to smarmy. Finds a way to combine them. What about you, today?
1: Um, I'm kind of teetering back and forth, but. Um, I think I'm going to go with unknown chick name. Uh, she's the one that starts the film and then she's kind of like pirate man's right
2: hand <laughs> lady. What's Hold up, uh, girl from how I met your mother.
1: Pirate wait, Man? wait, I'm sorry. Did I lost just, his name. I lost his name.
2: We just switched movies, I think.
0: <laughs> no, she's, she's talking about Samuel L. Jackson because yeah, he yeah. has an I eye know.
2: patch. But what's his I name? Know.
1: What's his name? Why did I lo- totally forget his name? That's horrible. Anyway, that guy, the chick, yeah. she was awesome because I had no idea who she
0: was. That's so funny. I, I That was the one character that I didn't connect with at all. Like, I didn't know what her place was no, necessarily. Yeah.
1: It's like, who is she? But she manages to also seem to belong in every scene that she's in. Yeah. Um. So I, I enjoyed watching her. Go get I, I've never
2: read the comics, but I get the sense that from what I've seen online that she has a bigger role to play down the road. Right. That this was more of an introduction and that maybe, I don't know if she's got powers or she's an assassin or anything, but I think she's a bigger deal in the Avengers story comic-wise, and so maybe she will be down the road.
1: That's what I walked away thinking of. Oh, and I could also say that, I guess at this point, that the very last person that kind of talks at the whole, like, after everything's blown up and they've saved the day, which spoiler is not really a spoiler they're gonna save the day (laughs) but um she's like the one that's getting interviewed and she's like a child actress i don't know who she is but her face is so familiar to me and she's some child actress have you ever had that moment whenever you're watching something on television or you're watching a movie and you're like i know that face sure that's a kid face in a grown-up body what's going on how many years have passed who are you that was that person from an Justin and I, my husband and I, yeah, were she's still
2: confused. The youngest from Growing Pains. <laughs> um I can't remember her name. Johnson, uh, Ashley Johnson, something With Johnson. She, she played call. Chrissy on the Growing Pains. Good call. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I was like, wait, I know her. Wait, I don't know her. Yes, I do. You're talking
0: like on the news footage. Yeah, yeah. So like the Captain America end. saved me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. want to
1: thank of for saving my life.
0: Yeah, and and that I'm was like, pretty powerful. Like, Who
1: are you? I couldn't. I couldn't connect to the emotion because I was totally in. You're a child. What are you doing in a grown-up girl body? That was weird.
0: My biggest periphery character, and was a bit of a surprise, how much I connected to him was Coulson, Agent Coulson. Mm-hmm. Phil? Phil. Yes, Phil. He's been in every movie. I know. And it's like he's just, he's for so long has just been this guy that like pops up to let you know, you know, of the kind of the context of what's going on here. And all of a sudden he's a real person. And that was very intentional, you know, to, to do that to us. And, and I, uh, yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed his part in the movie. And I just thought it was another example of how we just completely understands characters and relationships and, and how it works with the audience. And yeah, I enjoyed that a lot.
1: So I have a question.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Who do you think was like the big star of the film? Like, who do you think stole the show?
0: Stole the show? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll start us off with that. And what I want to do is maybe finish with best thing, worst thing. Mm. Uh, so, you know, be thinking about what you're, you, you know, if you had to pick one thing that was the best thing about the movie and one thing that was, you know, the worst thing about the movie, we probably should start with the worst thing so we can end on a good note. Um, right. Knowing that all of us, like, love this movie, adored this movie, worst thing is going to be a little bit of a misnomer, I'm sure. Um, but I'll start it off. I thought the mo- the worst thing in the movie for me was probably the first 20 minutes. It felt like it was a little bit heavy getting started. Now, not a lot, and to be honest, uh, that is really nitpicking, but I just, you know, I did find myself in that, those, you know, kind of those first moments of the team not quite being together yet, that it was a little um, a little ploddy for me. Jeremy, you wanna go next?
2: Yeah, sure, I, uh, I agree. I think the pacing is off in the first hour or so I don't ultimately end up minding because there's so much fun and so much candy to look at. Um, but it takes a while to get going and you could have started the movie at the halfway point and I would have left just as thrilled. Um, but since you took that one, I'll say, (laughs) you know, there were several moments to me of inconvenient plotting, uh, or I should say convenient plotting where moments felt like the characters got out of something because of the script. Uh, it's a. It's, it sounds like a bigger complaint than it really is. There's just a few moments, especially in that first hour, where I felt like things worked out pretty conveniently for our heroes. There's one moment in particular where the main bad guy who has a blue laser lightning power of some sort <laughs> decides to tell one of his henchmen to shoot somebody with a gun instead of using his, you know, otherworldly power, and you know, it may come back to bite him later in the movie. Things like that, moments that I thought, well, that's pretty convenient that such and such happened right then. Right. But you forget all of that. Pretty quickly, once they bring everybody together and the barbs start flying, and everybody gets their screen time and they start chewing into those scenes, uh, you know, all of that melted away. Uh, and even when I was pointing those things out, I had a huge smile on my face. So. Yeah, absolutely. Today, you got
0: one.
1: Yeah, mine has nothing to do with the movie. Uh, I, well, kind of, I <laughs> guess, does. I didn't like the the sound. Like I kept thinking, man, that could have sounded so much better. And I don't know if it was the music or if there's just a couple parts where I was like, just sounded dead to me. Hmm. I love, I love it whenever I'm in a world. So maybe it was a the theater that I was in. I be. don't know. But for hmm. me, I several times found myself like outside of the movie and I found myself paying attention to that. The sound to me. So could you felt have like been. the
0: sound design was off just a little bit.
1: Maybe. Hmm. Yeah.
0: I know. I love the score. I, I found myself really being moved by the yeah, the music the, good. the music
1: the, the sound like the, the sound effects and things I don't know maybe I just wasn't pulled in as much okay
0: all right best thing I'll start us off because it goes back to the question that was asked of me which is who stole the show uh, for me that's that's Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner and the Hulk scenes are phenomenal as well I mean when he's you know Hulk smashing but uh, when he's Bruce Banner he captured that character better than Ed Norton did mm-hmm. and certainly better mm-hmm. than Eric Bana did. And I just, I fell in love with Bruce Banner in this movie and I was not expecting that at all. I thought he was phenomenal and he stole the, the show for me. So that's my best thing. How about you Danae?
1: Um, well you stole mine. What is going <laughs> on? <laughs> uh, I have to, I have to pass cause I have to think about another one. All right.
2: All right. I would, I would just echoing what you said, I would pay ten times the price of admission today just to see the moment between Hulk and Loki again. Yeah, that's Um, exactly
1: the moment I was thinking of.
2: Yeah, I have never seen a moment in an action movie that held so many positive emotions for me. It was funny, it was (laughs) thrilling, it was... Macho. It was. <laughs> I wanted to scream, cheer, dance. And then it's one little 30-second moment. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I'm gonna watch over and over when I get the DVD. But that being said, since you talked about Hulk and he clearly steals the show, I'm gonna say my the best thing about that movie, and this is terrible, is the the, the scene that comes at the very end of the credits. Yeah. Um, did you stick like, around in
0: Oh, of course I did. Okay, good.
2: I think that's one of the funniest things in the whole movie. I could not oh. stop laughing. I know. That, at the restraint they showed in that clip and and how perfect it was it it really left it made me leave the theater with a ginormous smile
0: yeah it was it was so great and that's and my wife kept talking about it too you know when we left she was just like oh that was so perfect and it's just mm-hmm. such such a great idea and they just they pulled it off perfectly and yep. yeah i'm so with you that was great no, danae's, danae's looking what, at me like wait, wait you probably saw about? the first the first scene that was after a few credits. Did you stay all yeah, the way to the end t- of oh, the dang. full credits? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's well, a frustrating. Well, well,
0: we'll tell you all about it once. Uh, once we're done with the. Recording. It's on
2: YouTube already. You can
1: go oh, find good. it. Oh good. Well, yeah. I'm going to YouTube it. it. Hey, thanks. Thank you for that. That that makes me feel very good. I don't the know. The real
2: question is this, is anyone going to going to care about another Thor movie or another Iron Man movie without all these other people in it with them?
0: That's a great question.
1: I doubt it. I think that there's going to be a request for it. Well, I know there's adventure. I know
0: there's one person in this room that will care. I mean, I will I would love to see it, but but the question is will it re- be able to resonate in the same or way? Or are
2: they going to have to bring in Hulk for 15 minutes of Iron Man 3 just to, you know, satisfy audiences that enjoyed this like i i feel like they went so big they
0: Mm -hmm. may have shot
2: their individual franchises in the foot um long term you know why would we want to go back now that we've seen them all on screen together and it was so awesome
0: that's fair i i think if they're smart they they fast track a hulk movie with mark ruffalo yeah absolutely. because you know he doesn't really have his individual movie yet and so at least i think audiences would be excited you know plus he stole the show so I I think if they're smart they they go that route.
2: Like I read the other day that they're thinking about doing that. So it makes
0: it makes a lot of sense. I know Iron Man three is supposed to be next.
2: If I mean, they do yeah, the Iron
1: Man and Hulk together because I don't think that Hulk should be in Iron Man for fifteen minutes. I think that would be too much of a tease. I think it'd make me angry.
2: <laughs> of course you run the risk though. You give Hulk his own movie. You run you run that risk that the first two movies ran. Yeah. What if his arc doesn't? What if his story doesn't? you know sustain a movie quite as well like maybe he worked maybe he steals this movie because he's only in it for a few minutes here and there, um, hulking out as part of a group and mm-hmm. you know, I look back at those first two Hulk movies and maybe couldn't have been more bored you know it's, uh, I, I I trust Wheaton and I trust you know the new Bruce Banner because he brought something to Banner that nobody else had so I'd be curious to see it
1: I still don't know that I have a favorite okay
0: well you love so many things just pick one more thing that you left
1: there's nothing coming to my brain like nothing <laughs> i just want to go watch the movie. all right I'll, I'll do one for you then no you don't get mine I, yes
0: i do because no. you you passed on it no, so I, I get to fill first... it no. oh uh danae's favorite moment was no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh no i loved that split second moment where um i think it's iron man fires off of captain america's shield i mean it's just like this really oh, split yeah. second. And it's just like, and I loved it because it was just a split second. It was just like, all this is going on. And, and I think that's in the midst of one of the most incredible superhero, uh, you know, tracking shots that, I mean, from one character to the other to see what they're doing and then through the city. and Oh,
1: I loved that. Yeah. That whole scene through the major fight of the movie where... You just found yourself all of a sudden. You're watching this guy fight, and you're watching this girl fight, and it's panning up here, but it goes perfectly and smooth and seamlessly. Yeah, no you're not, cuts. You're not jarred yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was, yeah, very that
0: good. was beautiful. I, I really, yep. really enjoyed that. Well, I've appreciated this, guys. This is yeah. good. I I love chatting movies and Jeremy. It's always good to to catch up with you, and I'm yeah, glad. Thanks you, for inviting me. I'm glad you really liked it. Maybe we'll do it again sometime. Maybe. Uh,
1: it could become a normal thing.
0: Today, how about you close us out with your one moment iteration of what the Avengers meant to you?
1: That's a lot of pressure.
0: Uh huh. Well, you didn't give us your best thing, so you owe us this.
1: Uh, I, I do. Yes. Okay.
0: Just to encapsulate. All right, we'll do. We'll do the. We'll do the Rorschach test. Okay, Rorschach test. Okay, right, ready, ready. I'm ready, ready. The ready. Avengers go.
1: Beautiful, witty, charming, wonderous, uh, adventure-packed, some spandex. Oh man, that guy has a nice butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, there's just this scene whenever you're seeing Captain America and I was just like, whoa, that is a very handsome Captain uh-huh, America. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, the filters, they're gone. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. No filters on the you the ask
1: me again, ask me again, I'm sorry. We'll no, do it again. No. Take two.
0: Okay, the Avengers, go. You're only thinking of the butt. <laughs> I, that's it, that's all you're thinking of. You can't help it.
1: Why don't you ever do these?
0: Do you want me to write it down for you this time?
1: Shoe <laughs> the dough, thanks. Bye, Danae. Well, you've listened to another podcast. You've survived. Now you get to subscribe, right? Mm-hmm. On iTunes. Or the website. You can go to com, Or you can go to Facebook and like us. Or you can go to G Plus and plus us. Or you can go to Twitter and tweet us. What else is there? What am I forgetting?
0: you got to thank people.
1: Thank <laughs> Thank you for listening to Shoe the Dough.
0: No, like specific people who helped out.
1: Oh, right, because Chris Tilly rules because he did our music, and 88.3 is great because they let us have the studio. Oh, and thanks to Jeremy Scott for helping us review the movie today.
0: There. The end. The end. Ready. You ready? <clears throat>
1: okay, I'm ready.
0: You don't have one more in you? <laughs> really? <laughs>
1: I mean that's the noise that came Oh, out of this me. is
0: the this is the life I live. The microphones come on and the noises come out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.